Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck. Hello and welcome to episode 265 of the Kaiju Cast, a podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. A quick word about the audio in this episode. This was recorded at G-Fest earlier this month, and the audio captured was not from the audio board, but from the room. Now, I have cleaned it up as best as I can, but that panel room had a very complex level of noise, so I was not able to strip out as much as I wanted, but uh, it's going to sound like you're in the room, really. And as a bonus, I'll be back with Gretchen at the end of the panel for a little G-Fest wrap-up. So let's go ahead and get things going. Are you guys ready? Because I get to do a voice here. <clears throat> Live from the 26th Annual G-Fest Convention in the beautiful and convenient Rosemont, Illinois, it's the KaijuCast 10th Anniversary Talk Show Panel. With special guests, Howl from Beyond the Fog director Daisuke Sato and daughter of Godzilla suit actor Haruo Nakajima, Sonoi Nakajima. Now please welcome your hosts, Kyle and Gretchen. And welcome to episode 200 and something something of the Kaiju Cast, a podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is a live episode from G-Fest 26. Because last year, what happened is I talked to Jeff Warren about doing a Kaiju Cast talk show, which is something that um, the guests, whenever they talk about panels, they use the term talk show. And whenever I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's a cool idea. We should try and do a talk show, bring up multiple guests, kind of like our live podcast that we do every January. Emergency. The emergency broadcast like that. Uh, so what we have is we have two guests, and of course, I have my co-hosts here. I'll introduce the guests in a second, but first up, welcome Gretchen to G-Fest, please. Really great. I mean, the reception's been really warm. Thank you. And really warm. Has <laughs> uh, everybody been to our table in the dealer's room? Just for I think so. Excellent. So, uh, did anybody? So, here's how we're going to do this. The first thing we're going to do is a little bantery stuff with you guys. Then we're going to bring up our first guest, and then we'll bring up our second guest, and then we'll have Q and A for everybody. Okay. So, having said that, Gretchen, what has been your favorite part of G Fest so far? Oh my gosh. I got to go to the yokai panel today. That was really cool. We did like a Oban dance to Gekigi and Noki Taro. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Who watches uh, yokai stuff? Who watches yeah. yokai stuff because of the Kaiju cast? A few. Ken. That's okay. <laughs> He's not able to clap right now. Uh, yeah, the listener party was awesome last night. Who, who came out to that? Beer. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Spooky Podcast, for uh, Spooky Pinball. 
they have a podcast too. <laughs> for sponsoring our listener party. Uh, what's everybody's favorite thing that they've done at GFest? Just shout it out so far this week. Do you like the Kaneko panel? Nice. Thank you very much. That's what most people do. Yeah. Spending way too much money is definitely a G Fest thing. That's Aww. <laughs> it's like a bucket list thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Well, I think we should bring up our first guest. Yeah. Now, you may have heard me talk to Matt Frank a while ago. We talked about a Kickstarter campaign called Howl from Beyond the Fog. And last year at G Fest, last year, then. Yeah, Sato came with Keizo Morase and showed off the work on this project. But before I continue talking about this, let's welcome Daisuke Sato to the stage, the director of How From Beyond. Downstairs. Five. Five p.m. And this is uh, so, so. First up, tell us, tell the audience what your movie is about. From now on, it's gonna be it. I'm gonna translate. So. So I've been doing uh, quite a few different types of jobs in my life, and one of them are a video game related role. So within that video game sector, there are certain genre independent, just like independent film, independent video games, and those are usually made with people, crew of usually one or two, three, very long number of people. So I've seen those successes um, and records of those independent video game sectors. I thought, well, maybe we could do this for film as well, just with a few number of people. So instead of like taking a regular filmmaking and scaling it down, like cutting budget and etc., we're just going to make film a little bit differently. So one of the uh, um, characteristics of it is that 
we usually have only two people and maybe max four people. So that would be the big thing about this independent uh, film that we're making. And uh, yeah, another thing is that I, I as director also been involved in yeah um, a lot of production side as well. And because it's a lot of people, I can control a lot of the uh, factors of the movie. And I, I really wanted to show you guys the entire film tonight. Uh, that's what I really wanted to do, but unfortunately there are still too many pending works to be done. So what I brought tonight for tonight is a 15-minute segment of the film which should give you guys an idea of uh, what, what it's all about. Not all about, but mostly about. Even though it's short, I believe that the quality is really good. I, I believe in it, I like it, so I hope that you guys enjoy it. And maybe what uh, Sato-san can do is just explain what we're seeing in the slides. So this first one is uh, very detailed, as you can see. <laughs> so this is like an introductory um, portion of the film, and it's a mix of a uh, natural suit, like a, 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 a produced suit with the actual, the, so the trees are real. So it's like a mixture of real and the, um, uh, the suits. Nice. <laughs> But this is part of a uh, production of a set um, that to be that is to be destroyed. I think for an independent film, we do have a lot of these uh, these uh, set to be that there to be destroyed compared to other independent films. Oh yeah. So this is Nebula. Nebula. Nebula is the name of the, the kaiju in Hell from Day on the Fog. Who was familiar with the, with the film before they walked in this room? Just out of curiosity. Oh, All right. Nice. Cool, cool. Uh, tell us a little bit about Nebula. 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 So I want to give a little explanation about the name, where the name came from. Uh, Nebula, it, it sort of sounds like a space creature type of thing, uh, but in reality, it came from a certain Latin word, and it means the fog. So it, it originates from the actual fog. That's where the monster name came from. Oh. 
So this is a uh, just a normal part of a production uh, filmmaking, and there's actually a person inside right now. And uh, we're just checking everything, you know, the balance is fine, and the uh, it's just one of the scenes. で、このこの風景は、えっと、so what's happening right here is actually the actor inside is resting. Uh, it's like between the cuts. So what the person in the blue is doing is he's actually sending air for the person inside so he can actually breathe. So he can survive. Yes, so in normal films, there will be a, an assistant type person who would do this in regular films, but in, in our film, because of the, uh, the budget and the number of people being involved, multiple people have to do multiple different things. People have to wear different hats. So, He's one of the actors, the guy in blue, but he's now the one who is also sending the lifeline. That is a uh, our human character, but however, it's not an actual person, it's a robot. <laughs> Okay, so um, the robot might not be the best way to describe it. It's, a, um, it's actually half the size of an actual person, and then uh, it's more like a doll. Okay, so you can. It's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Is it controlled like puppetry? Yes. So all the scenes where uh, human characters are involved are just like this, if they're all puppets. And basically in front of the, the green screen, so that's how we uh, make those scenes. So about 90% or so of our film this time is all um, not taken on a real black tree scene, but they're all actually uh, superimposed. あ、ちょっとこの方の説明をするとですね、えっと、1950年代の東方映画からずっとあの特撮の背景の空を描いてる人です。This gentleman to the right, uh, he's been working with Tarko since uh, 1950s and he specializes in as you can see the sky in the background. And uh, I've been a big fan of him, 
and I really wanted him to participate, be a part of this film, so I just uh, asked him to join, just, just for one scene, one cut, but he said okay. <laughs> でですね、えっと、この絵が仕上がったのはですね、7月の10日です。So then we completed this one. This this scene with the sky was、uh, July 10th. <笑>で、えっと、今回上映する映像でもなんとか見れるようにしてありますので、お楽しみに。<笑> And I was、uh, able to actually put this on that 50 minute segment that we're going to show tonight. So yeah, make sure you check this out. Awesome. That's not for a、uh, for anyone to wear. Obviously, it's large, and it's, it's for the close-up shot. The face alone, it's about 20 centimeters. So it's between three, about about three or four feet,、uh, just the measurement of that. So it's, it's quite large. で基本的にあのめあの瞬きするカットで使っています。What we use the most is with、uh, the scenes where the nebula blinks. It's got those robotics、uh, built-in or animatronics. まあ実際この手法はですね1998年のえっ、ー、とロランデミルヒ監督のゴジラでやってた手法です。It's the same、uh, type of technique used in 1998 Godzilla film. こんな感じで、これでも人がワイヤーを操作して動かしています。And the way this works is,、uh, it's, it's all connected with a wire, so somebody is mechanically moving those wires to make him blink. 基本的にあの私の映画のテーマとして、えっと、CG を一切使わない、全部でアナログの素材で届けるのテーマになります。The big、uh, theme or the idea that, that I want to throw in this movie Uh, was that we are not going to use CGI. So it's all what, what you see here in this film is all puppet、uh, or mechanical、um, animatronics. So there's no CGI at all in our film. We get actually a round of applause for this <laughs> これはですね、一番最初にちょっとマケットを改造して泳ぎ用のネブラを作って作ったというか操作してください。This is for Nuwa Nebula. There's a swimming scene in there, so that's that's what we're doing. He he actually moves. He's a, a, a movable puppet, right? だけどちょっとこのカットはですね、今回の上映では見れません。Unfortunately, I Didn't include this in the,、uh, the film segment that we're going to show, so you're not going to see this tonight, but you can see it right now. The Golden Cat is a little small studio, because this studio is actually Murase さん Murase Kanyon, Murase Kanyon, and Murase Kanyon, and Murase Kanyon, and Murase Kanyon, and Murase Kanyon. This one we actually borrowed a studio、uh, of Keizo Murase and、uh, we used his、um, filming studio to make this one of the scenes, the background scenes. でちょっと全体的にセットを作るわけにはいかないのでその、まあ、フレームに収まるところだけのセットを組んでいくところです。We didn't really make the whole, the set for the whole、um, entire background. We just made 
by sections. Mm. So that's just that section where the camera will be focusing on instead of the entire diorama. So for who, who, anybody who wasn't here last year to meet Keizo Morase, can you please tell the audience like who Keizo Morase is and why it's so important that he was working on this film? ちょっとすみません、えっと、ちょっと今回の作品に関しないと、村瀬慶三さんというちょっとご紹介させていただきます。あ、ありがとうございます。もう、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、
Welcome back to G-Fest in Chicago. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. First of all, thank you all for uh, welcoming me here. It's been 11 years since I've been here last. I'm so grateful that I'm able to be back here again. So, uh, what was it like growing up with Godzilla as your father? <laughs> Uh, I get asked that question a lot. It's kind of difficult to answer because all I know, all I know about my dad is that he's the Godzilla that's been normal to me, so I can't really compare with. Uh, with other like dad, if 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 father wasn't Godzilla, I can't really compare because that was normal to me. Did he ever bring you to the sets of Toho? Were you ever able to go and see them making movies? Uh, yes, so actually that was very often. Pretty much ever since, pretty much ever since uh, I started walking, my dad would say like, "Oh yeah, just come come by anytime, come by anytime." Did you also go see your father in his movies, like the Godzilla films in the theater? Uh, yes, and uh, sometimes my dad probably would take me. Other times I would just go on my own. Did you love any of his movies, or did, were they very just passe to you? Was it a big deal because your father was Godzilla in the movies to go see one of those films, or was it not so big of a deal because, oh, that's just my dad? <laughs> Um, as a child, I didn't really realize what type, how much of a work that was really. So at that time, I didn't really, I wasn't all that impressed in a way. Like it was just, um, it didn't, I didn't really think much about it. <laughs> but after, as I grew up and I realized how much of work that was and all those, how heavy it was, how difficult it was to move, that's when I started to realize, wow, that was doing a lot of work. Were there, with other kids, did other kids know that you were in, that your dad was in this, that was in Godzilla? So I never personally brought it up, uh, what my father 
did. But there was one time when, uh, uh, at the campaign of Godzilla versus Hedorah, they uh, did this special event. And just a, just a side note, so there's a the event in Japan. It's called uh, Setsubun. It's basically what it is. There's a there's a notion of these these demons, right? And you want to ward away these demons, so kids would throw these beans, like literally dry beans, like soybeans, at the, whoever that's dressed up as demons. And, uh, and, and anyway, and her father did that one year. So kids got to sort of see what he does. He, he, they were invited to the studio to be part of that event as a, the promotion. I've actually seen a photo of that, and every year on Setsubun, we post that photo so that people can see uh, Godzilla and Hedera reenacting the Setsubun tradition. Suddenly, I also am curious, after 1972, your father stopped acting as Godzilla, and I'm just wondering what it was like after 1972, did he what was he doing for work? What was he doing for life? Like, how was your, your home life after you stopped becoming a Godzilla? After 72, uh, he, when he joined a, uh, a subsidiary company of Toho and he worked there basically till his retirement. So he, he was no longer an actor in that sense, but he was still involved in uh, Toho business. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any stories, or uh, favorite stories I should say, of your father when you were growing up that you could share with us? あの、子供の頃はよくあの、え、いろんなところに連れて行きました。え、動物園のところに行ったところで、動物園も行きましたし、え、挨拶系とかにも行くので、行きました。あの、very uh, 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 personal note, um, your father would take me to uh, zoo often. That was one of my favorites, and those were uh, things like ice skating. So. Oh, it's still very fun. Good memories. Does anybody in the audience have any questions for Nak Tsunoi Nakajima or Daisuke Sato? Go ahead, man. Uh, my question is for Nakajima. Uh, how do you feel about the recent commercial that sought to recreate your father's legacy? So the question was, how does Tsunoi feel about the Boss Coffee uh, recreation and tribute? Recreation of Godzilla 54 and the tribute to her father, Nakajima-san. Have you guys all seen the Boss Coffee thing we're talking about? So, let me say something about Boss Coffee in Japan. Actually, yeah, the battery just died. <laughs> the Boss Coffee in Japan has insane commercials. Mostly Tommy Lee Jones is the Boss Coffee mascot. And so he does weird things, like shoots lasers from his eyes, karate kicks, uh, erasers, all sorts of weird things. So when I heard that Boss Coffee was doing a Godzilla tribute, I was a little wary at first. But it is fantastic. Uh, it's available on YouTube. I'll put a link in the show notes to this episode. That's how we do that. I'm 
をいただいたときに、えー、コントを見せていただいて、大体の想像はついていたんですけれど、それ以上のものができたので、えー、私はすごくびっくりして、その当時のことをちょっと思い出しました。When I first heard about it、um, and saw the,、uh, the script and other dialogues and scenarios, I was. So I, I heard about it beforehand, so I knew what type of commercial it was going to be. But when I first, when I actually saw it,、uh, it made me speechless. It, it was like time came back. May I ask a question? Go ahead then. You with the blue shirt. Have you had any little parts in any of the Godzilla movies with your father? So the question is,、uh, did Sunoe actually get to do anything in the Godzilla movies when her father was on set? Or was she just standing around and hanging out on the sidelines? No. <laughs> Thank you. How about you, ma'am? Right up front. Do you, do you know what happened to the original Godzilla suit? The original Godzilla suit? The 1954 Godzilla suit?、Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a, they made, so what happens is they made lots of different suits, right, throughout the years, so they won't last. The original 1954 suit would be dust decades ago now.、Um, but you know that. Boss Coffee ad, what happened is a very famous sculptor in Japan, Yuji Sakai, he does lots and lots of model kits. He made a brand new 1954 Godzilla suit, and they debuted it last year on Godzilla's birthday in Tokyo. And it was, it looks exactly like the original. It's so good. I know it's not an answer to your question. <laughs> it's kind of the closest way I can round that back up. Well, the materials it was made of back then was kind of like not longevity. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's all made from foam rubber.、Mm. Uh, but that 54 suit was actually used in that Boss Coffee ad. It's, really, it's too bad I can't show it right now. That would be really cool. I should have thought about that before I didn't bring my charger in. Do you have it? I am、um, getting it up right now. Oh, man. <laughs>
ゴジラスーツの中には戦い続けた男がいた中島春夫顔の映らない主役それは100キロの重さとの戦いそれは60度を超える暑さとの戦いそれは顔が映らない役という葛藤との戦いそれは未知の怪物を演じる想像力との戦いそれは自分との戦い努力が必ずしも報われるとは限らないただし賞賛は戦い続けた者だけに与えられる
the, the plan, part of the plan I heard there. I heard it and it was that they're going to make the whole set and they're going to make the soon. It's, I was very surprised um, that they are willing to do that for commercial. This 60 second segment. Does anybody have any other questions for Sonoe or Daisuke Sato? Yes, sir, John. Sonoe, which of all your father's films is your favorite? The question was which of her father's films are her favorite? Which ones? I like them all. <laughs>
日本の NHK とかテレビ局でやってたものがすごく好きだったのと、えー、あとはサンダーマンと、えー、そういうちょっとものに影響を受けていました。There are a lot of movie towels that's just that he just said that I don't know about. But it's,、uh, he, so I received, he received inspiration from a couple different、uh, shows in Japan. And they, they both basically use puppets and no CGI. One of them is,、uh, this is going to be a Japanese title, but one of them is Sangoku Shi. It's about,、um, about、uh, Chinese history and war and the fight scenes, and they all use puppets. And、uh, also, the thing is that those, both of those films、uh, or the series, they use a、uh, sort of like a technique, traditional Japanese techniques of manipulating these puppets. And it all stems from that. So, in a way, I could say that I, I was inspired by the、uh, older Japanese culture of tradition of manipulating these, the, the puppetry technique. That's where I really received inspiration from. Any other questions before we leave? Yes, sir. Which one was Nakajima's favorite, or which one was Sonoma's favorite? Sonoma,、uh, do you know if your father had a favorite suit from Making Godzilla? I think,、uh, as far as his favorite, as in which one was the best for him, like the easiest one to use,、uh, really, those old suits are made for him, they're fitted for him. So I don't think there was anything、uh, that was particularly difficult. In another way, I didn't think there was any particular favorite that he has had, as far as I know, because they're, they're all custom made for his body. And another reason for the reason why there are so many different types of suit made, that each, each film had new suit essentially, was because there are a lot of、uh, scene, scenes taken from the involving ocean, like a body of water, and each time the suit gets in there, it gets worse and worse. So basically, they have to make new suits each film, and each time they do, they would tweak a little bit and make a, a more improvement to, to fit it better for him. So each time,、uh, I, I think that he, he was having a, a very good, like, the suit was fitting him very well. 
All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Kaiju Cast. Thank you all for coming. Please give a gigantic kaiju size thank you to both Daisuke Sato, director from Howl, director of Howl. Gretchen, now that we are back here in Portland, how did you enjoy your time at G-Fest? Your very first G-Fest, I should say. Man, I, I couldn't even express enough the sentiment like at the panel when I was like, it was a warm reception. And I was just trying to make a joke because it was incredibly warm. In so toasty. It was really hot. So toasty. <laughs> the number one takeaway from Gretchen is that it was too hot at G-Fest. <laughs> no, but honestly, I... I was overwhelmed by how awesome our listeners are. That's like, true. They above and beyond. I, I couldn't even like when I was posting on Facebook, I decided not to make a regular Facebook post and I mm-hmm. only wanted to make a Kaiju core Facebook post to let people know because I thought it was, it was so special. It was special. Yeah. I mean, they, they are special. I mean, it's a special yeah. group of fans and I mean that in the like best possible sense. Like you guys are definitely, one of the reasons that the Kaiju cast has continued to go for as long as it's gone, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So what, uh, I guess let's talk about G fest as a whole. Like what were some of your favorite things that you got to do or you saw at the, at the convention? So I really liked, um, well, our doing that interview with Sato, Sato son, Mm -hmm. um, he did the film, the hall beyond the fog. His, I got to see the short of that, Mm -hmm. um, down in the viewing rooms downstairs and, Man, that was fantastic. I cannot wait to see that film. I can't wait to see it either. I didn't get to go see oh, it. Oh, the so, short yeah, is just it's short, like 15 yeah. minutes long and it was just beautiful. And um, the music and the sound that they were kind of messing around with is really cool. And I like kind of like the creature's roar was really neat. That's awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, basically everything that he's shown me, everything that yeah. I've gotten to see for it looks really fun and cool. And I want one of those t-shirts so bad. Oh. <laughs> he had it on. And I was, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. The one with Nebula on it. Yes. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> so uh, we'll see if I can wrangle that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really, really interested in that. I, I was very happy with how many avenues of this show were sort of pumped up. And let me explain what I mean by that. Yeah. I, it seems like in many years past, like you get G fans who make their own movies. But like recently, we've started to get a lot of Japanese people coming over really? and saying, like, hey, I know that you guys love kaiju movies. I made my own independent kaiju movie let me show it to you oh that's awesome so for the past several years i have actually had the distinct honor of interviewing several of those shizuo nakajima came to g-fest he's the guy that's doing legendary beast wolfman versus godzilla oh wow daisuke sato of course was there he was there after he had done the kickstarter campaign so keizo murase was also there it was he like was so amazing yeah yeah that's uh short. oh he keizo was like, it was awesome. a cute interview and it had like that rad remember at our panel how he showed the painting yeah you actually got to see that on the short oh that's cool at the end of that's the short cool. i was like oh this is so cool so you guys have to listen obviously you made it past the panel part of this podcast that's right otherwise <laughs> why would you jump this far into a podcast <laughs> but the i i can't wait to see how that that shakes up. And I'm just psyched that in terms of independent film, 
Yeah. Holy moly. G-Fest is the place to be if you want to show your kaiju film. I mean, you know what I mean? There might be a kaiju film fe- independent film festival eventually. That would be a cool thing. I think that you could take the amount of people that have created independent kaiju films, oh, to- yeah. tokusatsu films, and you could create a film festival for that, you know? Forget about the Godzilla stuff. Forget about the Dai and Katakawa. You know, go straight for people who have made these things themselves. Just at this show alone, we had the great uh, Buddha arrival. Oh, that was fantastic, too. We had the teacher, the giant teacher attack movie. Yeah, I heard that was really funny. And, of course, Howl from Beyond the Fog. And I'm sure there were more. In fact, I know there were more because Notzilla was one of them. That wasn't Japanese, but that was an American production. That was a cute kaiju, too, walking down the hallways. Yeah, yeah. It was all very cool to see. Yeah. Just, but that's what I'm saying is like, that's just the indie film angle. And look how much stuff they had for that. And the toy angle, right? Like, we talked about that. I'm like, Man. oh, my God. Well, M1 is there tabling again. Also, YMSF was there, mm-hmm. and uh, usually Tony is there, but he is now, of course, the USA branch official arm of YMSF, and he was there with the Japanese branch as well, and they were showing the stuff that they had done, some prototype stuff, like there was Behemoth from the brand new Godzilla oh, cool. movie. And then on top of that, you had the CCP guy. CCP had a table there. That was crazy. CCP is a toy company, like... They're just at G Fest now, and then X Plus. They didn't weren't there officially, but G and uh, Matsubara were there. So, from awesome. a toy point of view, it's like, oh my god, what's happening? You know. So this G Fest is really evolving. really evolving into something really even cooler, and it was already so cool as it was. So, what were some of your other favorite things about G Fest? Well, I mean, the films were a big deal to me. I because I mean, like, ultimately for me, I'm always gonna it's film. Film is like, that's it. Uh, so my, I'm really glad you got love. to go see those things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Great Buddha Arrival was this incredibly bizarre and uh, nihilistic, poetic, apocalyptic film. Okay. I recommend people seeing it when you if you get the opportunity. It's not in distribution yet. And um, I've been kind of talking to that fellow who was Avery. Avery. Yeah. yeah. He um, was kind of talking about his distribution stuff that I guess they're having they're working on it. Cool. Cool. Which is cool because that would be I'm good ready, to see, man. right? I'm ready. Oh my gosh, you know, so sidebar uh just because we're just going to talk about it anyway. Yeah. Since like before G-Fest, since G-Fest and I guess I would say before G-Fest, during G-Fest and then since G-Fest, there's just been a lot of really interesting news coming out about Godzilla related, Tokusatsu related stuff. Like before G Fest, it was like, hey, you know what? Mill Creek Entertainment is releasing all of these <laughs> right? Ultraman titles. Like, what? That was so insane. And then, even uh, just like today, I swear, like, there's been news every day. There's been like f- some figure releases. And I mean, I, and I'm not a collector and it's hitting my news feed. Oh, you're, you're getting to be there. I'm Gretchen. starting. I'm starting. I'm almost, I'm Gretchen, what did you get at G Fest? What did Gretchen you take got. away from G Fest? My goodies? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, Tell us about your haul. I, let's see. I got some prints from Giuseppe. Okay. From, uh, Kaiju sketches. Kaiju sketches. Um, I got uh, from CCP. I got that. Wasn't that CCP? The pink? Oh, no, that was YMSF. That was YMSF. Yeah. I'm sorry, YMSF. I got that pink Godzilla um, necklace. Yeah, it's like a pendant. It was yeah, so yeah. Cool. Keychain, right? Doesn't yeah, it, it say keychain? It said keychain on but it. But it has a giant chain on it. <laughs> I, was, I was pimping that for a minute. 
That was cool, actually. It was really cool. <laughs> and then I got, um, let's see, uh, I got from Yuji Amichi the the uh, mammoth flower from uh, the M1 table. Yes, yes, that uh, was a that was awesome. Little tiny mammoth flower, it was perfect. Because you're not going for a giant no, collection. I want I want to keep my figures small, just because space wise, that's not for me having too much of that. But you know, I. I got, let's see, I got from Andrew, I got one of his Biolante rose necklaces. Awesome. Yeah. I'm also very happy to have one of those. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Shout out to the Monster Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, uh, Henry Winston from It Came From a Podcast, kind of steered me in the direction of picking up one of those Chinese chibi uh, Godzilla uh, Ghidorah figures. Yes, yes. Figures. And you're the only of, you a, and Angelique, a lady, a, yeah. a friend of Lady Kyle, a mutual friend of yeah. Lady Kyle's, have some of those now. Yeah, she has the Godzilla ones. I have, I have a King Ghidorah. Nice, so cute. I still want one or two of them, it's, so I'm gonna have to get my hands on them. <laughs> eventually. It was so cute. I got um, from Chibi Goji Girl. I got uh, a Busca. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got from Louis Munster. She gave me a patch. Oh, that was like a googly eye um, wind up skull patch. It was Louis really cool. Sweet. It was really cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, gosh, it's I so many good things. <laughs> so many good things. I got some good stuff too. I I was able to pick up the M1 exclusive, the Jiras glow in the dark figure. That was really cool. Which is really pretty when you charge it up. It's really. <laughs> Beautifully it's glows. <laughs> it's really cute. Yeah, absolutely adorable. And I have the the original too, right up there. So uh, I got that guy. Uh, I was gifted some really awesome stuff. David actually, David Dobko gave me a print of the storyboard Godzilla. That thing was so it's so cool, cool. so cool. So Man. anyway, major shout outs to all the people who gave me stuff and all the people who I bought stuff from. I had a blast at the dealer's room. How was your Omiyagi from uh, G-San? Oh, I haven't had it yet, actually. I haven't <laughs> eaten it yet. So it's sushi-flavored manju, yeah. I think, apparently. No, sushi-shaped manju. Sushi-shaped manju, okay. Yeah, you'd be sad if it was flavored. You'd be really I sad. I probably would, but I like sushi, <laughs> so I was kind of like willing to give it a shot, you know? <laughs> Thank goodness. Manju is a Japanese sweet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's right over there. Oh, when man. we're finished recording, we should have it. Oh, okay? yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, well, that's not saying let's wrap this up, but... No. What else did I get there? I didn't get a lot oh, of stuff this little, year. Oh, um, Oh, yeah, we did. We, we got, got uh, gifted cool. some unpainted little Hedra figures. I love the, I got the red one. I'm super stoked. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I love those little guys. Oh, I did get a little Titanosaurus figure. Oh, nice. And they had, man, where did I put that guy? <laughs> I need to find him. The, they had some little figures at the M1 table. That's what I should have gone got back a, for. I got a Caracasa figure, but... <gasps> He's not the Karakasa from the Daie films. He's from some tokusatsu show. And Michi told me the name of it, but I can't remember it. So I'll have to see if I can recall it. Hey, if I do find that out before I post this episode, it'll go right here. Kiro GC Kamen, a.k.a. White Lion Man. Yeah, the funny part about him is he's got two legs, and it looks like he's holding a knife. <laughs> he's a dangerous yokai. He is. He is angry. He's at his angry. Owners are so throwing him away. 
I want to find that show. Yeah. Just so I can see what it's about. <laughs> anyway, uh, we let's have see. too much fun. We do. We have fun. I had a blast with you at G-Fest. Oh, it man, was so we fun. we had so much fun. Between, like, <laughs> there were the only funny things were, like, people would ask me if I was Lady Kyle. That was pretty sure, funny. Sure, that was funny. I was like, I'm flattered. She's a giantess and beautiful. I am Gretchen. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're Gretchen? <laughs> they hear you on right? the podcast, you know. <laughs> that should be a bigger thrill. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would be a bigger thrill. <laughs> and then uh yeah you got to field the the question where's I, kyle a lot i did yeah that's all right i got to field the question uh oh are you why are you ending the podcast are you really ending oh, the podcast yeah that was hard you guys i'm the, sorry yeah or the one the one that was surprising me was people who like just found the podcast that was shocking to which me. which makes sense because of godzilla king of the monsters coming out and people be like hey i wonder if there's any godzilla podcasts Yes, there are listeners, there is and one of them is oh, ending. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as I've said before, the podcast has gone. As I said many times over the weekend, right? This is a ten-year-long project, and, and and as far as I'm concerned, I'm ready for an artistic change. I'm still going to do things. This is sort of one of the takeaways that people weren't getting. Yeah, I am still going to be producing things. I just am not going to be making. The Kaiju Cast Audio Project. Sorry. Correct. The Kaiju Cast Audio Podcast. It's going to continue as the brand, as I've been air quoting it for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> the Kaiju Cast brand will continue, dear listeners, loyal listeners and fans. We've got lots of, I've got lots and lots of things that I want to do, but I really want totally. to do video projects, right? I, I'm an editor. I'm actually pretty good at being an editor. Honestly, though, that's not enough for me. I want to be able to do cool animations and do, you know, I want to be able to do all the graphic stuff I need to do without having to rely on my other friends because I want, I'm a jack of all trades kind of guy. I want mm. to be able to do everything myself. I'm a little bit of a control freak, apparently. That's okay. <laughs> but, well, and uh, also people don't realize is that we're all still friends. Yeah, we're definitely still going to hang out. Like, we, you may even see one of us every once in a while. Hey, case in point, right? we all hung out outside of the podcast last night. We did. We went to Jeff's house and watched a movie. It was me, Jeff, Gretchen, Rachel, Clancy, and Martin. Yeah. Didn't forget anybody there, right? No. Except was... for their SOs. Yeah, just the SOs were also. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. We're still buddies. We're still going to be and doing stuff, too. we didn't watch a kaiju film. We didn't watch a kaiju film. That's actually another thing. Like, I used to have people over here to watch non-kaiju films, <laughs> you know, We back do in that the day. occasionally. Yeah. But so, the you know, I've got lots of things I want to do. One of the things I was talking about bringing back and wanting to bring back really badly is the commentaries. I am stoked. I don't have enough time to do the commentaries when I do the podcast. And I'm also going to be doing Collect All Monsters. So, basically... I'm just sort of lightening a little bit of the load so I can learn some stuff and shift focus onto videos. And then the commentaries will be just audio, unless I can figure out a way to actually upload them as a YouTube video. But that stuff gets shut down so quickly, I don't think I would even really have any kind of luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the... Anyway, if you weren't you know privy to it before, that's what's happening with the Kaiju Cast. We're going to go through through November, I think. And then sometime in December will be our final episode. Exciting times. Not sad at all, if you no. ask me. Yeah. 
but not if you It'll ask be, the listeners who I are know, at G-Fest. It's, like, it's, it's bittersweet <laughs> is what I've been trying to explain to people. It's yeah, like, you yeah. know, of myself being the young, the youngest host, I guess the newest host. Uh, I'm not the youngest. I'm the newest. Yeah, you're the newest blood. Uh, it's sad, but, you know, it'll be all right, you guys. We all still friends. <laughs> we all still friends. And uh, I will still be going to G-Fest. Yeah, I've, I actually got asked to do a few panels next year, so I nice, guess that's, nice. guess I'm going to G-Fest with you, buddy. <laughs> well, let me know if that's going to be the case then. We can figure that Hopefully out, totally. But yeah, I I mean, we had a blast at the table. I've always had a blast at G-Fest. That was great. And the table was great. I mean, I don't know what I would be selling next year if I do the same thing or something different, but basically, I think that having a centralized location where people knew where the Kaiju Cast headquarters I know what was. You'd be selling next year, you'd be selling the Collect All Monsters vinyl figure exclusive. <laughs> I mean, I've thought about making little versions of that guy. You know I what mean, I mean? Just saying. I've got three. We got three D printers at work. Just I'm just saying. saying. Just saying. Anyway, so we'll <laughs> figure that out. But I'm a pusher, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm easy to if you're like, hey, hey, let's work on a project. I'm like, oh, let, a project? I'm interested. <laughs> Let me carve off a slim shaving of time that I cannot give you. Oh. Yeah. But, oh, you know, I have to thank the G-Fest staff real quick. So it's honestly like I've been going to G-Fest. This is my 10th G-Fest ever. Mm. Uh, I figured that out because my very first one was in 1999. Long, long, long time ago. Wow. Took a long break, 10 year break, basically. And the first year I did the podcast, I went to G-Fest. I was like, hey, I'm going to go back to this convention because it was pretty awesome. And if I'm going to be doing a kaiju podcast, I should be going to G-Fest. And 2009's G-Fest was awesome. I got to interview Kenji Sahara. Whoa. Yeah. So that was my very first celebrity interview on the podcast. Were you like fanboying pretty bad? No, it was a pretty short interview. Yeah. You know, it was like maybe 10 minutes in total. Really wow, short. Wow, that is short for you. Well, it was, before <laughs> I was doing the, it was before I was doing the long form stuff. The long form stuff is where I found my cord. I feel like yeah. the long stuff... So long form interviews in English work really well for being conversational, mm. but long form interviews in Japanese to English are great for stories, right? And that's what I try and get out of the Japanese guests. Oh. So I thank G-Fest for recognizing that as a skill that they enjoy and like to have in their panels because holy moly, I got to interview Akira Takarada, Shusuke Kaneko, we got Sonoe Nakajima and Daisuke mm. Sato on our panel. I got to interview Takuji Yamada. So cool. He was such a cool looking dude. And like, <laughs> yeah. I, every time I saw him, he's like outside smoking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very Japanese. <laughs> Very Japanese. Uh, but, you know, thank you guys at G-Fest who run the show. Uh, I think that people should actually understand that G-Fest is a fan run show. This is not some big corporation who's like, you know what? Let's put on a kaiju convention. This is the 26th year that the convention's it been going. It shows how much love. You know? So I want people who are listening to, especially those who go, to mm. understand what a, you know, what a product of love G-Fest is. And so I appreciate that. I know you appreciated that for sure. And basically, you guys out there should appreciate it too. So we'll definitely be at G-Fest next year. I mean, I'll definitely be at G-Fest next year. Be... Maybe maybe Gretchen will be there, too. I may. I may. And I don't know what I'll be representing at that point, but True. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Be like, formerly a co-host of the right. Kaiju cast. 
Gretchen and I will be warring podcasters at that point or something. We'll have like, she'll have like a podcast that's produced here at the house. <laughs> right. And then she'll be like, get the kaiju guest guy, collect all monsters. And then whatever her thing is called, we'll trash that and it'll be all good. <laughs> it'll be a nice little feud. But it'll all just be fake, right? right? Oh, we could yeah. be like tokusatsu style, like throw oh, yeah. down. Big throw down. <laughs> You told me that my father was dead. Anyway, so uh, we should probably talk more about the convention itself. Mm. Uh, did you have anything that you wished you could have done that you didn't get a chance to do? I wish I could have gone to a few more panels. Okay. Uh, but I got to see the vinyl conflict that Peekaboo Gallery displayed. Ooh, that was cool. That was so rad. That's another one of those yeah. things about like what I was saying about the to- the arm of the convention that yeah. had to do with toys. Like the Peekaboo Gallery being there. That was really cool. Super cool. That I got to run through that really quick and shot some video for it. It was cool. Like, I didn't get to see the fashion show very well. So I mean, the costume the show. The costume parade. I had to stand on the hall. Nobody <laughs> saved me a seat. Oh, yeah. I mean, just kidding. That's right, listeners. <laughs> All right. Who is responsible for not saving Gretchen a seat? <laughs> You should feel totally guilty. It's all right. I don't I'm I actually I'm not good at guilt trips. With, um Sean who was in the Godzilla uh Oh from Project Nautilus. Yes, Godzilla. from Project Nautilus. Yes, yes. yes. His uh, his costume was amazing. That Godzilla his was His Kiryu Goji is beautiful. Oh my gosh, you guys. Beautiful. If you didn't see it, I'm sorry. Maybe look and find some photos of it. He is phenomenal and very sweet and awesome dude. He's a super cool dude. It was really great to be able to hang out with a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, we got to hang out with Sean. him outside, sitting outside. And yeah, we were pretty much outside every night. We didn't pod- stay very yeah. long. I'm sorry, you guys. We old. <laughs> yeah. We had responsibilities. We did. Dude, Saturday morning, I got up and I was like, no time for chit chat or fun coffee. I have to start separating these shirts out. It's true. You know, like there was there was a working vacation. Somebody laughed at me when I said that. It's true. And I was like, dude, it's a totally a working vacation. We so, sold a lot of t-shirts. Yeah, we did. We, we did. did. I was very happy with that. Thank you me very too. much for the help with yeah, that. Dude. Uh thanks to everybody who stopped by and picked up a shirt. You guys individually <laughs> right? are awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about what you would like to see at next year's G Fest. Just films. some but just some like pontification, like, oh, like, so let's talk about like the guests. Who Gosh, would you who like would you... to see? Like, so if you were going to go back to G Fest, you knew you were going to be there and you're like, oh my gosh, who could I meet from the entire filmography of kaiju lore? Filmography is even narrowing it down, oh right? Oh my gosh. How about this? Like, they've I would had like artists to see there. Ben again, Ben Faria. I'd like ben to Faria, he'd like, be cool. High five him again. I, sure. Yeah, I want to see him again. Um, Ladies love Ben Faruya. He's so cute, you guys. <laughs> I just love him. He's just such a like warm and fun dude. Um, I would like to see. Uh, gosh, the name is escaping me at the moment. It's okay, so you can tell me who it is in the, the movie. Director of um, of Shin Godzilla, Hideaki Anno yeah. or Shinji Higuchi. Either or. Hideaki Anno would be interesting. That would be because he looks like a big dork. Like, I bet he is, like, got some cool ideas. Well, so here's the thing. I don't really know much about Hideaki Anno, but I know that, like, Evangelion is his, you know, call sign, I guess. But people have said that he's got, like, his own issues. Maybe, maybe, I don't even know if he does 
come to American conventions. Oh, he might be afraid to fly. People, don't, you know, you never, you never know. know. You never know. Flying is no fun. But. I tell you what, I would be interested in talking with him. There was a thing, I'll just spoil it for people who are going to listen to the uh, Shutsuke Kaneko panel. I did not ask him about the ending of Gamera 3, which I know everybody on the planet wants to know about the ending of Gamera 3. It just didn't come up, and I wanted it to feel organic. So hopefully I will be able to talk to him again at some point and actually ask him that question. I would like to see them start bringing over some of the guests from the the 1990s films, the early 1990s films. Obviously, everybody wants to see the Showa era actors because they are around. But yeah. I mean, the, sorry, they want to see the Showa era actors because they are still around. The ones that are still around, they want them to come over. But honestly, we have a lot of those people who just can't come over for one reason or another. Yeah. Free of flying, like you said, health issues, feel yeah. like they can't come over. You know, so or there's don't speak enough English or afraid or, you know, whatever, whatever the reason, you know, what what I'm suggesting is, you know, we I think they should start looking at people from the 70s. Like we have had a couple of people, Katsuhiko Sasaki, he's from Godzilla versus Megalon and mm. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. He came out one year. Tomoko Ai, she plays Katsura. Oh, I just screwed that up. Terror of Mechagodzilla. He was in Terror of Mechagodzilla, people. Don't don't uh, roast me over the fire. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't so, roast me over the fire in general. Yeah, so basically, we have had some of the 70s people come out, but it'd be nice to get more of them out. It'd be really cool if we could meet all of the people from the 1970s eventually. And then it'd be also great to see the people from those 90s films, because Godzilla fans who grew up watching... The movies that I have the posters of up at the front of the room. Godzilla vs. Mothra from 1993. Godzilla vs. King Ghidra from 91. Space Godzilla. Destroya. Like, these movies, the people who watched those growing up that, like, were raised on them are getting to be adults now. Right. You know what I mean? So they are probably a really good market for G-Fest to bring over, like, the guy who played the general in most of the Heisei films, or the Versus series, I guess is what I should say there. But yeah, like, get those people. Like, Megumi Odaka coming last year, freaking huge, you know? Right. Her reception was massive. People came out like crazy for her. You saw, I saw the pictures from last year of that. That was nuts. That was nuts. The Akira Takarada paddle I this year was, was, more nuts. was, no, I think actually, I'm not kidding. Like his panel was absolutely packed, mm -hmm. but I think Megumi Odaka had the bigger panel last oh, year. Wow. And part of the issue last year, oh, you know what? I hate to do this, like just throw this in here as a criticism of G-Fest, but I need to bring this up to Martin for the panel stuff. When they have two big guests like that, they really should not put their panels back to back. Mm. They should have a, a a breather panel in between to clear the room in a sense. You know what I mean? Because that did happen in some of like I heard that was happening in films and stuff, too. Oh, people who wanted to come in, but they couldn't get in because the, the room didn't clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, small criticism, of course, but mm. uh, and sorry to throw it in the middle of a larger discussion. But essentially... That was the only issue I had with the panels last year, and they did it again this year. You know what I really appreciated from G-Fest is those fans under our panel desk. Oh, yeah, when they put the fans at the, at the, on the stage. Yes, yeah. underneath the table. 
It was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, OJ Fest. That was so <laughs> yeah. nice. That was probably that guy, Don. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, remember, he was like, Don, Don was awesome. <laughs> he's, he's everybody's and hero. And the fella that um, saved us on our panel that brought up the Boss Coffee ads and stuff. Yeah, that was great, right? Yes. It's cool to be able Thank to watch you. that during the Thank panel. Thank you for that. I, I think overall, though, like in terms of like what to expect for next year, I'm just hoping to have another awesome time. We should expect more Hedora cookies from Levi's daughter. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> more cookies at the listener party. <laughs> you know what? I would also like to expect some tables out on the patio. Yeah. There were no tables out there. It was lame. <laughs> I, I think that the, the hotel. Did I imagine there was tables the, on Thursday? No, there were no tables at all. Did, but we were setting our drinks on the table, weren't we? Uh, maybe like somebody had brought over a table from somewhere. But oh my yeah. gosh! No there used to be multiple <laughs> tables on the patio. Is all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. they took it all away from us. <laughs> took it all away from us. Uh, anyway, I think we should wrap this up. So I had an awesome time at G Fest with you, G Chan. Uh, so much fun. Thank you guys. Thank you every single person that came to the table. Oh, Thank gosh. you. Gosh, the overwhelming overwhelming love you guys thank you every single person that came to the listener party thank you thank you for playing the game you guys are freaking rock stars that was amazing i didn't expect i was gonna i was like man this is gonna flop they're gonna hate it blah 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 because we're like talking about games and i was like this was a like a we had come up with this kind of all together yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was funny i was like it's kind of kaiju who kaiju kaiju yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) <laughs> sure, whatever it takes, right? But it was really fun to see people just like going for it. Oh man, it was awesome. It was awesome. Anyway, the listener party was amazing. All the panels are amazing. All the time spent with friends was amazing. Oh, G yeah. Fest is like that every year. So it was a man, lot of love. We'll be back next year. Can't oh, yeah. wait to to see what happens. And I think the next episode you guys will hear will be the panel with Akira Takarada, cool. which will then shortly be followed by the panel with Shusuke Kaneko. Anything you want to add before we sign off for this episode? Again, another heartfelt thank you. And thank you for accepting me and bringing me into the fold, you guys. That was really sweet. I mean, I was overwhelmed at first and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it was amazing to have you there. And I'm so glad that you went, Gretchen. We'll see you for the next episode, which will entertain you and you'll get learned all about Akira Tagarada's life. Yamata. Now, Godzilla! Godzilla! You can pretend Godzilla turns a mighty castle into a pile of sand. Go do it, Godzilla! You control Godzilla's ugly tongue. You can make him stomp, pound his tail, stomp, stomp.
Walter, Big Face 20, Mac Dollars, my man Slim Case Doug, and all my little piece Kino Champs. Hey, 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 hey. His doctor once compared his vocal cords to the soles of a worn-out pair of sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> he was, in fact, proud of his voice. A voice that could grab you by the ears and keep you glued to the radio. radio. Come to Black Mountain and test my laser eye. <laughs> I thought the Japanese had killed him years ago. Did you get that one? Stripe didn't multiply. Son of the Falcon. do next it's up to you godzilla with a claw that launches some assembly required from the shogun warrior collection by mattel